Hi, Richard Durrington, your jovial host for the last five years, here again. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. It's our October surprise. Every day we will hear practical insights from A Call to Prayer by J.C. Ryle. His heart and call is indeed that of a tender brother and our companion in Christian warfare as he speaks to us. Let me speak, lastly, to those who do pray. I trust that some who read this tract know well what prayer is and have the spirit of adoption. To all such, I offer a few words of brotherly counsel and exhortation, and suffer me then, as a companion in the Christian warfare, to offer you a few words of exhortation. One thing, at least we all feel, we must pray. We cannot give it up. We must go on. As Ryle's heart strides together aside your host, Fred, in October, we will hear their practical prayer craft that gives life to a growing, biblical, dynamic, sincere, soul-satisfying, and consistent prayer life. And now, live from the paddock, here's your friend and mine, our host, Fred. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Fred, and I am the podcast principal. And we are together in the paddock listening to J.C. Ryle and the principles that he has for us, Christians who pray. And, we've been, and we have been looking at those principles all month, and we are back here again because it is our October Surprise Month. And each October, we do have a theme for the month that we carry through. And again, this year, it has been J.C. Ryle, A Call to Prayer, and his advice to those who pray. And it's a great joy for me to listen to his heart, and it's a great mercy of God to me to be even able to talk to anyone about prayer beyond what you can believe unless you are involved seriously in any sort of ministry, whether it's giving or hospitality. We know the joy that that brings, and we know the mercies that we have being able to carry out whatever ministry God has called us to. We are getting to our, the end of October. And I do pray daily that these episodes are giving everyone who listens encouragement, that we would pray sincerely to our Savior and know from our souls He is always listening and always answering in the ways that will be best for us and the most to glorify Him. And the result of that will be the abundant life that He promised. It only comes through prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Just a real quick Two points of business before we get to our episode. We do have, if you've seen, if you've noticed in the notes, a couple of links where you can link onto and donate to the podcast if you would like. There's a, a podcast on that as to the reasons why we don't, we don't push it a lot. And if you've been with us for a while, you know that why that, that is true. It is up, up at the top of our show description. And then after our Thanksgiving break, we're going to move it to the bottom. But if you would like or ever want, or ever have wanted to give to the podcast, then you have that link there and it is appreciated. And we'll start announcing those names 
as we roll into the future. So that's the first point of business. The second point of business is once the end of October comes, we are going to take the first week of November off, and then we will launch into a a series on just Thanksgiving, because in my culture, in my country, November each year, we celebrate Thanksgiving to varying degrees in, in the culture that we live in. But for us Christians, it is a good time to stop and focus on Thanksgiving. So we're going to do that for the first three weeks of of November, or for whatever it is. I'm not sure when Thanksgiving comes this month. And then after Thanksgiving, we will take another week off before we start season six. Unbelievably to my soul, season six is just around the corner. Today, though, the 25th of October, the true heart of Pastor Ryle is seen again in the advice he gives, of course, from his book, A Call to Prayer. So we're going to, and we're going to do what we have normally done in the last few episodes. It's been more Ryle-centered and less me-centered. I, I hope you've noticed that. So we're going to begin with his exhortation to being watchful over our prayers. He begins this way, quote, I commend to you the importance of watchfulness over your prayers. Prayer is that point in religion at which you must be most of all on your guard. Here it is that true religion begins, here it flourishes, and here it decays. End quote. And that is true, that the less we pray, the further we move away from God, and our intimacy with Him suffers, and then the abundance, the joy, the peace that we are offered by God diminishes as well. But let's go back to Ryle. Tell me what a man's prayers are, and I will soon tell you the state of his soul. End quote. Listen in a prayer group, or listen to the people you know pray, and you can get a pretty good inkling of what their heart, what their soul is focused on. Back to Ryle. Quote, prayer is the spiritual pulse. By this, the spiritual health may be tested. Prayer is the spiritual weather glass. By this we may know whether it is fair or foul with our hearts. And that would be one of those places, end quote, and that would be one of those places where our self-examination is key because we can tell how we're doing or how we feel about our relationship with God by our prayer lives. And the longing that Ryle has is sincere. It's a pastor's heart. And it's of utmost importance that we watch over our prayers and that we be diligent in them. When he says prayer is the spiritual pulse, by this the spiritual health may be tested. Prayer is a spiritual weather glass. That's an old-time barometer. So in the moment, we can tell where we are in our relationship, just like we can tell what the weather is in the moment and how severe it's going to be through that barometer, prayer for us is that barometer, and we can tell how close or how far we are away from God. And you may remember our quote from Ligon Duncan in, in one of his sermons, in fact, his sermon on why pray, he says no one in the Bible ever asked why pray. And you may ask, why didn't anybody in the Bible ask why pray? And they didn't because it's natural for a true believer to call out to God. Joseph, 
when he was married after his trials, after he got out of prison, and he was married. And at the birth of his sons, he gave his sons a name in his gratefulness to God, and he commemorated the events of their births through the names that he gave them. When he's asked about prophecy, except one point of pride with his brothers, he says, who can tell, who can tell dreams but God? And so he prayed about those questions he was asked. Daniel, when he was informed of God's plan, went straight to prayer. Nehemiah, just as soon as he heard Jerusalem was in trouble and the walls were down, he went to prayer. And then in the king's presence, when he asked what he wanted to do, the king asked him, asked him what he wanted to do. Silently, he went to prayer. Hezekiah went to God when Israel, Jerusalem, was threatened by Syria. And then again, in his sickness, he went straight to God. David, Korah, Hannah, Paul, Peter, the early church, all of God's people, it is natural for us to go to God in prayer. And we'll talk about that when we start season six again. We'll review some of those things. But it is natural for us to call out. And when we do that sporadically, we need to look at the lives of Moses and Daniel and David and Paul and James, the writer of Hebrews, the apostle John, they all shout without having to raise their voices that the intricate joy and abundance of our lives, Christian lives, is seen through our community, our prayer life with Almighty God. And it's how they made an impact in the world. And when we think about Luther and Calvin, St. Augustine, Robert Murray McChain, all of them through history have made impacts because Samuel Rutherford because of their close relationship, their prayer lives with God. And wherever you are, I do want this to be an encouragement. Wherever you are in your prayer life, never give up. Go to him. Foster that prayer life. Keep growing it and keep, and keep starting and keep moving ahead. That's what we've been redeemed for. We were saved for a relationship with our Savior. And don't be discouraged. If you haven't started, start. If you've hit a, a low spot, one of those low points in the barometer, pick up and start to pray or continue to pray and give God the glory if you have that relationship with him and you talk to him every day. It's the key to our prayer lives, just as J.C. Ryle has mentioned to us. Heavenly Father, thank you that we can come into your throne room, even in the midst of everything that we have going on in our lives. I bow before you. I confess my sins and my weaknesses, holy God, and thank you for the mercies that move so that I am able to talk to your people about prayer. Move on your people in prayer that they will foster, grow, and cherish our relationship with you. All of us will. We pray it because it is your will. And so we pray it, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that you would give us the power and the motivation, and the wisdom, and the discernment to come to you every day in prayer. Amen. My beloved brethren, we are commended to the God who said, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my load is light. We live in very troubled times, 
but we have access to the throne room and the one who is bringing things about according to his will. Let's take all our burdens, including our burdens for one another, to the God who says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Brethren, let's pray for one another, and let's pray that we are able together to enter into his rest. Amen.